If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Hello, good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News.
the news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra. In Kumasi, we are on Love 99.5 FM, affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on KTU Radio in Koforidia, Lonlonyo FM in Hohoi, Sky FM in Suyanke, Kelly Radio in Ho, and Ganga FM in Jirapa. We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. We are on myjoyonline.com. The midday news is made possible by Petrol Soul, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duroplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HTP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with the level indicator and where Dura Plus goes, water always flows. This afternoon, I have refused to accept the appointment of CDS and as a result, there's a stop in the military shakeup. I've been taken to Juju, but I'm still standing here. I'm not dead and I will not die. If you can't cope up with what I do, just sit down and zip up. I'm from the ammo. You can't penetrate me. Minority on the Defense and Interior Committee waits into the internal strife, rocking the Ghana Armed Forces, urging the Chief of Army Staff to exercise restraint. I think that he should, he should be torn down. All these allegations, whether true or false, just concentrate and do your work. Soldiers don't talk much. When you veer into talking much, they will turn you to be politically biased. We'll get to hear from a member of the committee. Plus, hear the views of security experts and dean of the Ghana Armed Forces Command and Staff College. Also, police personnel proudly disclosed rejection of bribes from civilians during the festive patrols. As Director General in charge of administration, urges continued abstinence. These civilians, some of them, like to be giving us money. But by God's grace, we always reject this kind of money. And then he was trying to give some of the, our people money, but they refused. Yeah, he's the IGP. He wants to do something before he goes. He's the IGP. You want to stay with me for details of that? Also, this afternoon, a joint news exclusive of an agreement between the Judicial Service and the Works and Housing Ministry over the controversial relinquishing of two properties for redevelopment. And Ghana is set to commence external debt servicing in four years following bilateral creditors' rejection of proposed 30% haircuts. It gives us some leeway in um, the next three years with regards to servicing of all the loans that we have, and that gives us space that we want. Details as the finance minister is heading to China to seal the deal, but some economists are warning that any further delay could erode gains by made by the economy. Also in sports. Former Ghana international Sami Kufour offers strategies for black stars to bounce back stronger after the defeat to Cape Verde. And much later, Seventh-day Adventist Church Ghana makes a strong case for the amendment of this year's election date, which falls on a Saturday. Voting is a civic responsibility. Honoring the Sabbath is a godly responsibility. That's how we see it. Um, so we proposed in our submission to the EC the first uh, Tuesday of 2024. We have details of the two separate petitions to the Electoral Commission and the Attorney General as they propose other dates for the election and later over 2,000 lights were lost to road crashes in 2023 alone. You want to stay with me for that and more here on the Midday News. I am MFA Apau. This is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please do stay on.
Many thanks for choosing us. We're digging now in the minority on the Defence and Interior Committee have stepped into the turmoil engulfing the Ghana Armed Forces triggered by the Chief of Defence Staff's vacancy. Addressing the internal strife, the minority urged the Chief of Army Staff to exercise restraint and called for unity within the ranks. Their intervention comes after Major General Thomas Oponpipra refuted claims of being offered the CDS position, a situation he says had exposed him to all manner of attacks. We'll be hearing from a security expert and the minority on the issue, but first, here's a report capturing the essence of the turmoil. A fortnight ago, President Okufuado rebuffed rumors in sections of the media alleging that there was a deliberate attempt by the presidency to orchestrate changes within the hierarchy of the Ghana Armed Forces. Although the position of Chief of Defense Staff, an enviable rank within the national security architecture, becomes vacant in the coming days, with Vice Admiral Seth Amoma retiring from active service, President Okufuado says he will make his decision in consultation with stakeholders. But even before the dust settles, Chief of Army Staff Major General Thomas Opompepra made startling revelations signaling a possible infighting and jostling for the post of Chief of Defense Staff. The name Opompepra is tearing so much and hurts and creating fear in people. I don't understand why. And so I've been attacked and they keep attacking me. Even this morning, just like before I got here, a publication was sent to me where it's being indicated that I have refused to accept the appointment of CDS. And as a result, there's a stop in the military shakeup. I've been taken to Juju people and all that. We have pictures of it. In fact, it was one of the military police gentlemen who brought the picture. But I'm still standing here. I'm not dead. And I will not die. If you can't cope up with what I do, just sit down and zip up. The commander of the Ghana Army, prior to his current appointment as chief of the army staff, was a chief of staff at the general headquarters, having earlier held several appointments, including general officer commanding the Southern Command of the Ghana Army. He was also chief staff officer at the army headquarters, director of strategic intelligence at the defense intelligence, instructor at the army combat training school, and at one time a commanding officer of the 64 Infantry Regiment with additional responsibility and commanding officer of the Ahmed Reki Regiment. Rumor has it that his wealth of experience had tipped him as the right man for the CDS position. But Major Pong Pepra has vehemently denied this. What then are the implications and how can the armed forces seal its ranks? Mamie Sinyamiche Thompson with that security desk report. Now joining us on this all-important development is um, the security expert and dean of the Ghana Armed Forces Command and Staff College, Professor Vladimir Entridan. So we are grateful for your time, knowing where you sit and how close you are to the Ghana Armed Forces and listening to the Chief of Army Staff. Do you get a sense that all is well in the Ghana Armed Forces? Well, it's very unfortunate that the media can pounce on any idiotic kind of reportage and then give it currency. I'm worried and angry in the sense that if you do not know a thing, don't start it. Mm. If what what I read, for example, yesterday was so speculative. But unfortunately, Prof, we are not on the speculation drive. We've been listening to the chief of army staff himself. I'm and talking I'm sure about you've been the listening. We are uh, not reportage. looking at the reportage on social media, blocking. Prof. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hierarchy of the Ghana Armed Forces. I mean, if the, the journalist doesn't know how the Armed Forces work, he doesn't have to report on any speculative thing. And we don't have to give it a currency. Uh, unfortunately, Prof, you are giving it the currency right here because we are not making reference to any social media reportage. I'm speaking specifically though to the Chief of Army Staff's statements and pronouncements yesterday. Yes, his statement is only denying 
what has been in the press already. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And I'm saying shouldn't have started from that point at all in the first place. Let us remember that the armed forces is the only organization of last resort, an institution which is respected and should be respected. The hierarchy of it is constitutional. And it doesn't take a journalist to say who is... And it is not correct that anybody can block the uh, head of state from appointing anybody. And it's so ridiculous that a lower officer will deny himself the chance of going upwards, that he's blocking other people's chance because he doesn't want to become the CDS. It's ridiculous. He's a major general. Going to become a CDS without giving him a lieutenant general status. And this is the most prestigious of all ranks in the military. Why would he block a thing? Okay. And so as soon as it came out, we all have to know that it is untrue. It is idiotic. It doesn't have to go far at all. Well, Somebody's first... imagination is being just fed on. But and I don't think it is quite correct. And he has said it all. And it must end here. I believe that the media must help the, uh, the, the stability of the armed forces. Because these populations can eat into the armed forces into the lower ranks and other ranks and the speculation will be flowing. It's not correct. Well, the quest for a new CDS is on and it appears that there are some internal infightings on this particular matter. In your opinion, what measures should be taken to maintain the professionalism and integrity of the Ghana Armed Forces, you'd say? Come again, I think. I'm saying that the quest for the CDS is a new CDS is on. In your opinion, what measures should be taken to maintain the professionalism and the issues about politically motivated changes within its hierarchy? Well, from the canal, the senior canal onwards, it is always political everywhere in the world. Because you have a range of people within the military who trained at the same time. Say intake one, intake two, intake three. And when it is the turn of one of them to become the CDS or that sort of thing, it's a political decision everywhere in the world. And that's why we have the uh, officer commanding, which is the, the head of state. You know, so he, in consult by our constitution in consultation, then decides who should become the head, and the service chiefs are also appointed. So politically motivated, I don't understand that, whatever it is. But everywhere in the world, it is the head of state who appoints people to strategic positions and, and gives them their, their remedies so that they are able to defend the state, so they know better. Okay. But among the, uh, the, the military class also, they know who, who is a potential. They know among themselves who is likely to be chief of army staff or chief of air staff or chief of uh, defense staff, whatever. They know. They know among themselves because they are, go they are going to give them uh, the, those appointed the support that they needed. Like uh, Kouas, upon the said, mm -hmm. he has gotten the support of his staff officers and the commanders, and they have achieved a lot. Okay. Professor Vlad mentioned, and so we'll have to leave it here. We're indeed grateful for your time. He's the Dean of the Ghana Armed Forces Command and Staff College there. And then we've also been joined on the phone by um, the member of uh, the Defense and Interior Committee of Parliament, Peter Lanchini Tobu. We're grateful for your time. Well, first it was the police, now is the Ghana Armed Forces. From where you sit, what exactly is your reading of what is happening in the Ghana Armed Forces? Thank you very much. Let me say good afternoon to our cherished listeners. The Ghana Armed Forces. The soul and spirit of the nation Ghana resides in the president as the head of state. And because he doubles as the commander-in-chief of the Ghana Armed Forces, 
the Ghana Armed Forces is a serious state institution that should never, ever be partisan in its approach. And that is how the appointment of the CDS, even though it is political, after your appointment, you work for the state and not for the party in government. So what is happening in the Ghana Armed Forces now, as Prof said it, we do not have to give it currency. The truth of the matter is that it is the chief of army staff who has spoken that is bringing this interview to, to bear, and that I have, that's why I'm commenting on it. If it was just on the newspaper publication, I don't think I should be commenting on it as a member of the Defense and Interior Committee. But the chief of army staff, Major General Opompepra, he should understand that where he came from, from the armor regiment to commander of the Southern Command, and you are now the chief of army staff, I mean, you are gradually inching towards the top. Whenever it will come, it will come. But the truth of the matter is that soldiers talk less, and soldiers don't respond to speculations. Whatever it is, just be the soldier that you are, and defend Ghana even at the peril of your life. That is the soldier. So what is happening in the Ghana Armed Forces? It could be speculative. The president remains the person who has the power to appoint and disappoint. But whatever it is, let me make this statement. The commander-in-chief of the Ghana Armed Forces appoints the CDS, but the CDS cannot be capricious in approach in handling the Ghana Armed Forces because the Ghana Armed Forces is, 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 is anchored on decent rules and regulations. And even if you are the CDS and you try to carry the military into a state that can bastardize the image of the Armed Forces, excuse me, a corporal, a sergeant, can tell you in the face that CDS, this is not the arm that I joined, and this is not the way to go. It is a very disciplined institution, and let's keep it as it is. Okay. We are grateful for your time. That's Peter Lanchini Tobu, who is a member of the Defense and Interior Committee in Parliament. We'll focus on the police, and they say they've rejected bribes from civilians um, during the festive period. They spoke during an assessment session of police operations during the festive period at the police headquarters. Maxwell Agbagba has more in this report. Scores of police men have gathered at the emergency command center, the police headquarters. Some of the personnel, especially the junior ones who were on the ground, shared their experiences about how they rejected bribes given to them by civilians during the festive period. Listen to General Constable Su. Our duty, the advice is on extortion. And then when you go there to truly, truly, these civilian, these civilian, some of them like to be giving us money, but get by God's grace, we always reject this kind of money. Another member of the police patrol team also shared his experience and corroborated the claim. And most of the drivers too, person get to us and he was says that he went to Osu and then he was trying to give some of the, our people money, but they refuse. They think that always police are taking bribe and other things. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Yeah, he's the IGP. Is that dumpy? And that's Maxwell Agwebas report there. Now, joining us has secured a copy of an agreement between the Ministry of Works and Housing and the Judicial Service over the two bungalows at the center of a controversy. The Member of Parliament for Aston Central, Kennedy Ohenia Japong, in a viral video, had alleged that there was a collusion between a former Chief Justice and the Sector Minister, Francis Asensu Boache, to sell the official residence of the late Justice Marfusal. But in a statement issued on Sunday, the Ministry's Public Relations refuted the claim, stating categorically that there's been no such sale of the property. Joint News has since then secured an exclusive agreement between the two entities. And my colleague Elton Broby joins me in studio with details. Elton, welcome back. So what does the agreement say? So this is dated the 12th of February 2023. The Ministry of Works and Housing in this agreement said they need to take possession of the two properties that were located to the judicial service that falls within the ministry portfolio and remit of bungalows in the Onisia Close Roman Ridge and increase the housing stock to be completed within a period of two years after the commencement of work. Now, the details of the agreement says that the judicial service will, will relinquish its holds over the two properties allocated to it in the Winyasi Close of Enclave. The Minister of Western Housing will develop a scheme that would ensure that safety and security of the judges are not compromised in respect of the two uh, properties to be provided by the Minister of Western Housing during the period of the redevelopment of the judicial service to accommodate superior court judges. Now, upon completion of the redevelopment scheme, the Ministry will allocate four bungalows, which will be securely walled and gated within the enclave to the judicial service to accommodate superior court judges whilst vacating the accommodation referred to in paragraph 2.2 that's the, the initial accommodation the judicial service will continue to occupy the two properties referred to in the paragraph until the four redeveloped properties are handed over to the service upon completion of the project okay. Okay, so let's talk about the signatories to this. I'm curious. So for the Ministry of Works and Housing, it is Reverend Stephen Osei, who is the Acting Chief Director. And for the Judicial Service, it is uh, Cynthia Roda Advio, who is a just of appeals court at the Judicial Service. Thank you very much, Elton. Well, there's more on that on myjournaline.com. And there will be no haircut on the $5.4 billion of bilateral debt expected to be restructured. Well, these are some of the terms joint users picked from the Official Creditor Committee. China and France co-chair Ghana's Official Creditor Committee and the agreement reached with the committee is a key to unlocking more funding from a $3 billion international monetary fund bailout package. The country will also re-engage with its international 
national bondholders from next week as it seeks to build on the momentum of last week's deal to restructure $5.4 billion of the bilateral debt. Finance Minister Ken Oforietta, who is expected in China next week, tells Joy News the agreement gives government space to address the economic deficits. It gives us some leeway in the next three years with regards to servicing of all the loans that we have and that gives us space that we want. Um, what we have now is it gives enough financial assurance um, for the IMF to sit. Uh, we now are going to take our time um, to get into the nitty-gritties of the MOU. And so that's what is ahead of us. And we'll now work with them into the details um, of that. Does the preliminary term sheet include the low cut on the principal and the interest and then the fact that it's still a freeze uh, after four years before we start paying something as well? I think those broad parameters, you know, are in there. And um, I, um, I really don't want to be drawn into the details, details, because those are really going to change. But what it does give us is that it gives us momentum um, to now proceed a lot more aggressively with our Eurobond investors and commercial creditors. George, we have his full interview with the Finance Minister Ken Oferieta will air on PM Express Business Edition this Thursday. So how significant is the $5.4 billion to be restructured to the economy? My colleague from the Data and Research Desk, Kofi J, joins me in studio. So this, this should be good news for the economy, but how significant is this to the health of the economy? Well, I'm afraid this is definitely a big relief to the government. The deal is likely to absorb about 27% of Ghana's external debt earmarked for restructuring. The agreement with bilateral creditors is also likely to make available on average some $140 million annually in interest payment suspensions for the next four years. This will also unlock the second tranche of the IMF money, which is $600 million, and about 40, um, $420 million from the World Bank condition on obtaining IMF executive board approval. And let's talk about the rest of the external debt. So the next hurdle is the external commercial creditors, the Eurobond holders. It is arguably the most difficult tax to be executed by the government. Uh, this is the reason, I'm afraid. The mm. debt involved here is about $14.6 billion. It is about 73% of the entire external debt considered for restructuring. So in essence, about 73% of the restructuring will remains undone and is seen as the most complex restructuring negotiation ahead. Well, we can hear from economist Dr. Thuey Champong, who says the development gives an indication the next IMF release will come, and then Professor of Finance, Professor Gottling, who is warning any further delay will impact on the CD depreciation. That, that would be quite serious for us. Already, we cannot discount the fact that the delay from November last year to now has, has not had an effect on the economy. Remember, the country got to eight weeks end, and on 3rd July 2022, the president made a call to the IMF. So, so we felt that the only hope was to lean on the IMF. So come to think of it that the IMF program itself is not working, right? We are not getting the inflow the way we had expected. That, that considerably increases the economic uncertainty, and probably undermines the confidence and the recovery that we have made so far. And therefore, I, I want to stop thinking about we're not, we not getting it. We're not getting the border approval. I, I, I'm, I'm more focused on one direction that there's no other way. We have to work towards getting the border program. But at the end of the day, I can agree with you to some extent, how much is $600 million? 
Fred Bokping there taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM brought to you by Petrosol your clean fall in full quantity. Petrosol is always a delightful experience also brought to you by Duro Plus Ghana Limited producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and what a tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator and where Dura Plus goes, water always flows. We return from the break with sport and then seven-day Adventist Church Ghana makes a strong case for the amendment of this year's election date which falls on a Saturday. Voting is a civic responsibility. Honoring the Sabbath is a godly responsibility. That's how we see it. Um, so we proposed in our submission to the EC the first uh, Tuesday of 2024. Stepping up your entertainment from the 15th of January at no extra cost to you. If you are on GoTV Value, upgrade to GoTV Plus to watch GoTV Max. Already on GoTV Plus? Upgrade to GoTV Max to enjoy GoTV Super. And if you are on GoTV Max, upgrade to GoTV Super to enjoy the best of the best on GoTV Super Plus. Don't wait. Step up your entertainment today. It's on us. GoTV. Love it. TCNC Supply. When budgets are tight and money difficult to come by, you want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricants. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricants and rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> Petrosol. Clean fuel in full quantity. Thanks for staying with us. Time for sports. Afcon details. What's happening? Yeah, so um, not really a lot happening because uh, we are all reeling from the loss of the Black Stars against Cape Verde. Yes, recovered. but uh, former Ghana international Samuel Sekufo, he has called on the players to regroup after the setback as they prepare for the crucial encounter against Egypt on Thursday. Kufo emphasizes the need for a determined comeback. You have to play for yourself. When you play for yourself, very good. You play for the team. When you think about your family back home, you play for the team. When you think about the people of Ghana, you also play for the team. And also concentration, determination, and dedication. I think that's the key. The players, they know themselves. They know exactly what they're supposed to do. Nobody wants to be insulted. Everybody wants to play good and play for his family. Especially when you play good, your family back home feel more comfortable. Your friends around you, they're going around and just say, hey, he's my friend. You understand? So I think they know it. In other news, Roma have sacked manager Jose Moreno following a series of poor results. They currently sit in ninth on the league log, having secured just one win in their last six matches. Back to you. No, we're cool, they say. Yeah, Thank exactly. you very much, Mubarak. Now, I would want you to take a good look at your calendar. I'm sure you may have noticed that December 7th is a Saturday. Well, the Seventh-day Adventist Church is making a strong case for an amendment of that particular date. Well, my colleague, Blessed Suga, has been with them. They've been petitioned 
petitioning the Electoral Commission and the Attorney General's Office. So what dates are they proposing, Blessed? Uh, the proposition is that uh, the election should be rescheduled from December 7, which falls on a Saturday, a Sabbath day, because mm -hmm. this is the SDA Church. They worship on a Saturday. So they want that date rescheduled to the first or second week, or Tuesday, in November 2024. Not a Monday, not a Sunday, but a Tuesday. The argument is that they are not mindful of just their day of okay. worship. They know that Muslims worship on a Friday and other religious groupings also have their special day. So they want a neutral day for that election to happen. And thankfully you've been interacting with them on this. The PRO uh, for the SDHH has been explaining the reasons for this and also calling for some constitutional amendments. Uh, people know us for uh, worshipping on Saturday. In 1996, Ghana, 7 December fell on a Saturday. And Adventists were torn between going to church and voting. And that's why it's a problem for Seventh-day Adventists who vote. We, don't, we are not a people who don't vote. We vote. And so we want to vote. So to uh, have December 7, 2024, being a Saturday poses a big challenge to us. Uh, voting is a civic responsibility. Honoring the Sabbath is a godly responsibility. That's how we see it. Uh, as enshrined in the Ten Commandments, he says you have six days to do all your work, but you have to rest on the Sabbath day. Well, so blessed, there's a demand on the Attorney General as well. What is it? The belief is that the Minister of Justice would have to initiate some reforms or perhaps constitutional amendments of Article 114 of the 1992 Constitution. Um, this will give the Electoral Commission uh, some space at least to operate because mm -hmm. there are constitutional arrangements. Uh, you have a specific period uh, and a demand from the Constitution as to when you can organize a parliamentary election and the presidential elections. So based on that, there is a sort of a difficult in amending the dates they want that change to a day and then a law uh, possibly passed that so that we agree that no election will be held on a day of religious significance okay so what has been the response of the EC? the electoral commission says it has taken uh, a receipt of the petition they would look at it and make official pronouncements and this is your election headquarters, proudly made possible by Petrosol, your clean fall in full quantity. It's time for our drive safe campaign and road crashes continue to take lives as more than 2,000 people died through road accidents in 2023. My colleague Kenneth J.C. has more. For the second consecutive year, road crash casualties topped 2,000. The current figures showed that deaths from road crashes declined by 4.1% compared to 2022. Injuries and crashes also saw marginal reductions. The latest statistics released by the National Road Safety Authority revealed that 2,276 people were killed in 14,135 reported road crashes involving 23,998 vehicles with over 15,409 persons suffering various degrees of injuries from the crashes, while 2,559 pedestrians were also knocked down. And that's why you ought to drive safe. And Max and Jackie are here in the studio. It's on a Tuesday. What's trending, guys? A lot. Let me clear my truth. <laughs> well, you had um, a police officer um, uh -huh. saying yeah. that they rejected bribes by, by the grace. grace. Yeah, yes. it takes a lot of grace to do that. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's listen to him. Yeah. Our duty, they advise us on extortion. And then when you go there to truly, truly, these civilian, these civilian, some of them like to be giving us 
money. But by God's grace, we always reject this kind of money. Hmm. This one here is from Facebook. Um, Johnson says, I just had a policeman on the Joy Me Day News. He says they rejected bribes by the grace of God. Mm -hmm. Johnson says, I've been in that situation before. Mm -hmm. And trust me, it takes a lot of